0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast And I am your host, Adam Brewer This is the reaction episode, Rudger style, right? Uh, As always, before we get into this Let's go ahead and do some housekeeping, right? Uh, One, go to the YouTube channel where you're watching this uh, Michigan Maniacs I think it's just Michigan Maniacs uh, go to the fan pages, which is also Instagram and Facebook, the Michigan Maniac Podcast. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, whatever you want to do on the YouTube. Go to the fan pages, talk, let's do it. And I'll be honest, I really, really, really love the interaction we have. Like, we bust each other's balls, we have a good time, we talk some massive shit. We. It's really just a good time, and I mean, I enjoy it like uh good example um <laughs> we I always hear from Brad I always hear from my buddies Mikey and Sean and then Matthew just got me on some eating crow um I love it dude it's it's what it's meant to be what I don't like however are guys like I'm not even gonna say his last name but this guy is Zach apparently I don't think he's a fan of the Michigan Maniacs. He's a wacko, right? I mean, who doesn't? I posted something about Shay, and then the guy was like, be better than that. And it's like, dude, if you listen to the podcast, you already know. I'm not better than that, so suck it. Um, Anyways, I just love it. I love the interaction. It's a lot of fun. I just, more of you. Come on out. Enjoy it. Let's just do this. And then go to the YouTube, and let's get that moving, too. Um... So, oh, yeah, leave voicemails, please. Just go to whatever platform you're listening to and just go to the, the show notes and hit the little link down below for voicemails. It's pretty easy. Leave me whatever. I don't care. It, it's good. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll have a good time. Um, now, let's get into this because this is one hell of a game, right? Uh, I mean, okay, so I'm leaving this. I'm going to say this once, and I'm going to try not to say it again. I understand that it's Rutgers, and I understand that this is, you know, it's Rutgers. I mean, they're a, they're a notch above, They're okay, three notches above a high school team, okay? Not great, but what I like about this is that we did exactly what we were supposed to do to a team this bad. When you're going up against somebody like this, uh yeah. 52 to nothing's the right thing. I am so happy to be wrong that I was so down on on what our team could do against a team like Rutgers. But you have to admit what we looked at last week was awful. They didn't have heart. They didn't have anything. So what were we supposed to go on? We don't know what this team has. We still don't. I mean, Rutgers, oh, it's so good. It, they're such a slump buster, and you just appreciate those. I mean, slump busters have their place in this world. You know what I mean? Because if they don't, men wouldn't get their confidence. Virgins probably never get laid. Uh, and bat, and really good teams that don't have an identity or, or – uh, or any confidence wouldn't get it. Thank God for Big Girls and Slump Busters and Rutgers University. They bring out the best in all of us. In all of us. They really do. Um so my takeaways from this game uh it's it's pretty simple. I mean, we saw some amazing I want to say seeds of amazing shit because let's face it we've got to do this against iowa now michigan under harbaugh is 20 26 and 4 at home so that's a great great track record especially with iowa coming in so well actually we're 27 and 4 with the win today uh so that's good that's perfect that leads that's uh fertile ground if you know what i mean um But my takeaways, really, number one, the number one takeaway to this is Josh Gaddis being on the sideline, is being 100% because when you're dealing, I guess, with kids now, that you need to be there immediately. And I'll be honest, that is a thing with me too. When I deal with my son... I want to be there firsthand to talk to him, understand where he's at, get his mental process right now, know where he's going, right? Because my son, and I say this a lot, but I'm fucking proud, and I'm going to be. He's Navy EOD, and he's doing some heavy shit right now. So what's great, though, is that as he's going through this process, he has his phone. So I'm able to talk to him, get an idea of how he feels, what's going on. And that's even multiplied for Josh Gaddis being down on the field, being a high energy dude, seeing what they're doing, coming off, getting to shade right in his ear. Okay, dude, this is what we do. Blah blah blah. You could tell he's high energy, and you can tell the kids are buying into it. I mean, Christian uh, Christian Turner loved it. I mean, just a bunch of guys loved it. I no need to call him out because they all loved it. And then you know you could see it. You could see it on the field, especially now that Harbaugh is missing in action basically and okay i take that a little bit back even harbaugh looked good today right even he looked animated and back into it but you know i mean somebody's got to do it and gaddis's uh approach and his attitude i think is infectious and i think it's a great infection you know it's it's the kind that really can galvanize a team to get us moving again it's I would love, Matthew, I would love to eat crow, dude. I, I, I can't wait to just get a big bowl of regret and just fucking shove it right down my fucking face. That was a little weird. Just right down my face. I'll do it in a heartbeat. But just beating ruggers isn't really crow. It's something we should do. Like Chris Rock says, uh, what do you want, a cookie? You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to beat Rutgers by 52. That's just the way it goes. But we beat Iowa by 30. We whipped their ass. Hell, we beat them by two touchdowns. I'll be happy as hell. Then we go into Illinois and we whip them. We'll be That'll be another one, another little feather in our cap going, and I think the one after that is Penn State. <laughs> that's important. That's going to be a wideout. That's going to be at night. That's going to be on the road. Those are things we don't do very well. But if we beat Iowa, we beat Illinois handily, and we look good doing it like we did today, all right, we got ourselves a little bit of a roll. We'll see, though. This is great. Slump busting is fantastic. It's a lot of fun. Also, getting back to my my takeaways. Um, Now, these guys, in my opinion, should be starting. Should 100% be starting or getting a lot of play time. Uh, Cam McGrone. Uh, he made some major mistakes last week, but the flashes of brilliance last week and this week. I, he only had one tackle, which to me is shocking because every time I looked up, he was doing something on the defensive end. I, he's fantastic that speed is phenomenal and i'll be honest it's not going to happen this year but don't be surprised next year going into leading into the year after he's going to be our next evan bush this kid is fast he's making he's learning on the go and he's learning at full speed that's the best part if you're going to make mistakes make them at full speed and that's what this kid is doing and i'm super impressed with him uh the other one that i am very impressed with and uh Dax Hill, I mean, come on, laying the wood on special teams, getting in on defense and making plays, just his overall speed is incredibly noticeable. I mean, today I didn't even know who it was, but I'm watching the kickoff or punt. No, it was the kickoff. I'm watching the kickoff, and this kid is leading the pack down the field. I'm like, who the hell is that? Daxton Hill. That kid is everything advertised. We need to get him in. I mean, with Metellus, Hawkins Ambry Thomas Vincent Gray Levert Hill Daxon Hill Come on dude We don't get crossing patterns yet But with that, that athletic talent And that speed everywhere Dude we are on our way To fixing some major problems here Major They're young Fine They're young And I will deal with young guy mistakes I am okay with that but, dude, they're so much better than last year. Brandon Watson, uh, Derek Kennel, all good dudes. I'm sure they're fantastic. I'm sure there was Shea Patterson reading to the blind and pushing fat people in carts. But I'm telling you right now, not fast enough. Vincent Gray, physical and fast. Daxon Hill, physical and fast. Avery Thomas, Fast. I'm sure he's physical too, but right now all I know is he's smart. He reads well. He re- like reads routes, reads the quarterback's eyes, that kind of stuff. He moves through the ball quick. <laughs> Dude, he's so good too. He needs to gain some more weight because of his sickness. Hey, listen, <laughs> that, that colitis is bad stuff. So what he's doing is even miraculous in that. But um, just our backfield is so much better. It's so physical and ready and young, and we're, we're on our way. Now, we're going to make mistakes, but we're on our way. Uh, the other one, uh, Joe Milton, fantastic. I'll be honest, uh, I'm going to get into Shane in a minute. He's going to have his own portion of this show. But uh, Eric Hall, once again, doing kind of what Daxon's doing. Uh, looking for that contact uh, he made a key block to, to spring Nico Collins for that touchdown he made a, a great tackle on I believe on the kickoff uh, he's really just he's he's really just getting in there man a freshman he's still a little too light you know so he can't be the starter yet and we have great starters I'm even getting back on the McEwen uh, train the kid has got talent um Uh. Yeah, man, Uh, Hugh Banks obviously has got talent. And then Eric Hall. I mean, we've really seen some good – some really good play in this game. I mean, I love it. I love the slump busting. Uh, Then Dwanfor, another – you could tell he got push up front today. Something we didn't have last week. Uh, Just having Dwanfor back big. He's got a good first step. (laughs) Yeah. And he can he can get in there and he can disrupt. I mean, he's not Amber, he's not uh, Aubrey Solomon, which I would love to have, and I bet Aubrey is thinking, "Who cares about homesickness at this point?" Because Tennessee is a garbage. But God, oh my God, if we had Aubrey Solomon right now, <laughs> oh Jesus, we'd look good. Hell, there was even a Luigi Velane sighting today. Why he got a tackle? That's what's so shocking. Luigi Velane and Camagrone had the same amount of tackles. Shocking, right? Because Cam McGrone was everywhere. Um, Jordan Anthony, another solid game. Uh, the crossing patterns, the only time really Rutgers looked like they had anything going, a few crossing patterns, but that was, what, one one drive in the game. I don't know what we're going to do about that. I think that's just the young kids figuring it out. Hopefully by the time we get to teams that could really hurt us with that, we have figured that out, right? That's plain and simple we get aggressive we're smart and I really do believe Don Brown now when he says that this defense is faster it just is we're not as big we are faster Mike Dana looking fantastic I'll be honest if I had to do anything my starting front four and we would be doing four three <laughs> that would be the four three and that would be it that's how we do this from here on out and now that Don is healthy, it'd be Four and Dana in the middle. I know Dana's an outside an outside guy, and we can rotate him. That's fine. Mix him in with Carlo Kemp. But for me, it would be for and and Dana in the middle, and then Hutchinson and Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay really made up for last week, looked good today. Um That's really about all my takeaways other than I thought Joe Milton looked great. And that really creates a problem, I think, when Run DMC finally realizes who he is and he's healthy enough to play. Uh, Because one thing we don't know about uh, Run DMC is can he throw the ball? What we learned today is Joe Milton can. And like they say, the kid's got a cannon. Um, There's a lot of things that make me – I want to go off on this, but I'm going to hold back for a second um let's see oh another shocker what a shock that when we actually target our playmakers they start to make plays right I mean it's phenomenal I mean Shea I don't know what okay I'm gonna get off on Shea in a second I can't I gotta stay focused I gotta stay focused uh Ronnie Bell, obviously, Shea's number one target, six for 83 yards. But DPJ, four for 62. Collins, two for 59, which I'll get into the other play for a second, of that interception. But two for 59 and a touchdown uh, under use still. I still think Nico needs to get at least targeted about 10 to 15 times a game. This kid is a game breaker, and we're just not using him right. But we still got him. See, I mean, when you get him in the speed in space, into open space, Nico Collins makes plays. Touchdown. Um, Black still 2 for 30 coming in. Still solid performance. Um, I don't know how people feel about this, but I am a fan of the running back by committee. Uh, Christian Turner seems to be doing well. In my opinion, this is the committee for running back. Uh, obviously, Zach Charbonnet starts. Then you mix in Christian Turner when you need to. Uh, True Wilson, obviously right in there. You could go Zach, then uh, break off some True, and then get in Christian on, on not obvious passing downs, right? Because we all know Christian's still kind of a suspect when it comes to the blocking. And then Hassan Haskins, okay, mix him in there. Uh, after that, though, Van Sumeren, go sell peanuts, Uh the rest of them, we'll see you later. Right now, we need to concentrate on those guys because those guys make plays. Plain and simple, they make plays. They're going to make plays. Our offensive line needs to get better at run blocking, by the way. Great, great today pass blocking because Shea takes eight hours to make up his mind on who he's going to throw to. But that could also be um, our wide receivers not breaking off their route and trying to get open. That's something that needs to happen. Like that, I think that's just something they play through, right? But when – Your quarterback can't see open guys, which he did once again. So let's just get into the Shea thing, right? Because I know I've been the biggest attractor of Shea (laughs) for a while. But he did a few things good. He looked like last season's Shea, right? He did. I mean, he had the most passing yards, right, out of his career at Michigan. He had four touchdowns, um, three of them running, right? I think that was right. I think I'm correct in that. Um, I Yeah, okay, he's good But he still threw the ball too high On too many occasions And when he needed to get the ball down The field, he threw it short key the interception Now Nico Collins has something to bear with that Just because when you're 6'4 and you're going up against a guy Who's 6'1 uh, You should win that battle Raise your arms up, don't pull the ball into you Okay, that's just something You, you work on and then you just get better at So I'm sure Nico will learn from it and he probably won't make that mistake again because i think i i'm a big nico guy so whatever um shea still short dicks it uh, i and simple it doesn't matter he short dicks it he was throwing it too high then he was throwing it too short at uh, but you know i mean he he may at least he kept the ball a few times and i think Though, I mean, it was quarterback keep a lot today, but I also think that was set up by the three previous weeks where all we did was hand off that same stupid handoff to our running backs. And you could tell Rutgers was just keying on that running back and crashing every time. So Milton and Shea, it was just like they had nobody. They had nobody over there to to test them. So now I was going to see that, and they're going to try and they're going to, you know, make the adjustments, but that's fine. You got to pick one or the other. Either take Shea or take uh, Charbonnet or Turner or Wilson or Haskins. Fine. If our offensive line starts run blocking more and starts blasting some dudes off the line, then we're going to start seeing these running backs, you know, start moving it. I think that's mainly just a, another comfortability thing as well. I mean, they had. They had Higdon, who made one cut and go. Now, I think these guys are a little bit more, you know, cut back, blah, blah, look for the hole type thing. Uh, They're not – Charbonnet's close to Higdon, right? He's close. He's still a freshman, so he's still learning. But I I think that's just something that the offensive line and the running backs will get in over time. So I'm sure we'll be hitting our stride, uh, hopefully by the Penn State game. Hopefully that running game and the and the run blocking is just going to mature and get better and better. I uh, I was I wasn't impressed with that, but Shea I I don't think we win more than ten games this year if Shea's still our guy. Let's say Shea's shook off everything that he's done right and all he's the Shea of last season. Well, Shea of last season got us ten wins, and last time I checked, we weren't all happy about that. Um. Now if Shea comes out and throws four touchdowns over 300 yards against Iowa. Maybe I'll change my tune, but we're trying to beat Ohio State here, right? Like we're just—I know we got kind of sidetracked with Jesus. Hopefully, we can win six games. If this rock is a rolling, and we go in and we still have to beat Iowa, we still have to—we still have to do the work. But if we are back and moving again, like our offense should, like this is how we should have looked against Middle Tennessee State. This is exactly how we should have looked against them. But, okay, we needed three games. We needed to get smacked down in front of the fucking country in uh, cheese land, but whatever. Uh, Okay, so this is how we should look. But if Shay doesn't, get better and i mean he's got to be better than last year cuz i mean let's face it guys what do we what do we want we just want him to do the same shit he did last year was that good enough for you was that good enough for you did that get us anywhere did it it didn't right he doesn't play up in big games he just doesn't that's why i'm kind of nervous about this iowa game and i'm definitely nervous about penn state that kid walks into a, a into a foreign stadium during a whiteout, which I don't know why the whiteout is such a big deal. I mean, I don't even think Penn State has a a winning record in the whiteout, to be quite honest. But it's going to be a night game, more than likely. If we keep winning at that point, it's going to be uh, you'll have college game day there. It's going to be a big thing. Shea doesn't show up for these, so but I'm not I'm not willing to scrap Shea altogether. If he's going to play like he did last year. He's a perfect guy to come in if Joe Milton is spotty. Um, I don't know about. I am a big Christian Christian McCaffrey. I'm Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> Dylan McCaffrey fan. I am run DMC. I'm a big fan of. I don't know if he can pass right. I I, this would have been the perfect game to see. Um, I still wasn't a fan that they started Shea. I still think if we're gonna have. Uh, Milton out there we needed to see what he could do for the majority of this game because Shea will come in all the pressures off of him he can be the saving grace if Milton struggles boom and you're your relief pitcher man everybody loves the re- the relief pitcher remember the Yankees the, the, the hammer of God right he comes in he saves Mariano Rivera saved I don't know how many games for the Yankees you know Wetland little weirdo for the Yankees also big time winner you know what I mean Everybody loves the backup, everybody loves the relief guy. And Shea could do that perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what Milton can do. And you can tell arm strength is massively different between Shay and Milton. Uh, I think if Milton gets his feet underneath him and understands what the speed of the game is and he just gets some confidence, I, I don't I think we're we're like this is our Trevor Lawrence. And Shays are Kelly Bryant. I, I really do. I, I I've never been. Just not a fan of Shea. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm just not. He short dicks the ball. He doesn't show up in big games. He just doesn't. Go back in our in our history just with Michigan, even last year when he was doing so great, right? When we needed him the most, he didn't show up. And that's the Ohio State game. Yeah, at home against Penn State and Wisconsin he did great, and I'll give him that absolutely did great last year right fine he did that but when we needed him against Ohio State he didn't do it and then he definitely didn't do it against Florida defensively I'll give I'll give our defense a pass last year against Florida because we had so many guys missing but offense what was his excuse Milton or run DMC is our future and it should be our future now Uh, use Shea as as a relief guy. Have him come in and we'll save some games. Because at least he's stable enough and say Milton throws like two interceptions or something. Bring in Shea. Let Shea calm things down and we'll get moving that way. I just think that's how we need to approach this because Harbaugh is getting paid $9 million to win Big Ten titles and get us into the playoffs. He's not, however, getting paid $9 million to help Shea feel better about himself and us win uh, ten games, which is good. I'm not. I, listen, ten games is great, but we all want to be national title winners, right? But listen, if you guys only want to be ten game winners every year, and that's it, and we occasionally beat Ohio State, and we occasionally get into the Big Ten title, let me know. And I let me know, and I'll. I won't agree with you because I want to be a Clemson. I want us to make that next step. I really do. And Gaddis took a major step today. Shea just got back to level. I mean, out of all the things we did today, Shea just got back to level. Milton looked good today. Uh, our defense, I think our defense is young, but it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I really, I, I don't know anything else that we can do, really. I just don't. i I, I, th- I think we're going to be better than I thought only cuz Jesus we look so bad against Wisconsin. But Iowa is next and that's a big one because that is a poor man's Wisconsin. That is uh their quarterback. I am am always say Iowa's quarterback's better than Wisconsin's quarterback uh just because he has more starts, but everything else is uh like if Wisconsin's offensive lines at 10 was is about an eight-and-a-half, nine, right? The, the, the Wisconsin's running game is off the charts. And, by the way, Wisconsin proved it today that they can be beat and they're not the world beaters. I mean, Northwestern played a so-so game, especially with Hunter Johnson or Hunter Williams, whatever that kid's name is. He's, he's good, but he's not great. And he turned over in key situations. So, Wisconsin, yeah, good. Okay, they're they're good for the East. I mean, they whipped our ass, so they're better than us at the moment. But um, they're not they're not you know the world beaters in which they looked like against us. We made them look better than they were. And granted, they're good. Um, so with that all being said, I think this was a great a great slump buster day. Uh, I think that's it, it gets the stone rolling right. It gets the the momentum, but. Listen, we lose to Iowa, or we come out and look awful against Iowa, then we're right back to square one. So this only means great for right now, right? And as much as everybody hates the Patriots and Bill Belichick, I think they have the perfect approach to this on to Cincinnati, right? We won good, fantastic. We take uh, all the positives. With all the negatives that we had today, and we move on and we get better, I think Gattis, the, that being on him being on the sideline, huge, huge benefit because you get the like instant gratification of having him on the sideline, the support, the criticism, the constructive criticism, the the game planning. All that happens immediately, and that's what these kids nowadays need. They absolutely need that, and it showed today. So that's the number one takeaway. That was freaking awesome. Uh, before we end, let's go ahead and get with the uh, the rest of the Big Ten, right? And I'll be honest, we learned some shit today, right? We really learned some shit today. Uh, well, the other night, Penn State whipped Maryland. So as we all know, Syracuse sucks. And then they played Howard. Pfft, who cares? Maryland's awful. But still, it's gonna be a fight because it's one of those it's one of those backyard brawls, man. Uh, Loxley and Gaddis are gonna be staring at each other and it's gonna be we'll see who's the best play caller then, right? Everybody jumped the gun with Loxley because Syracuse had a better year last year. They sucked this year. Everybody's like, oh Loxley. And they've proven it back to back weeks. They're no good. No good. Penn State, okay, pretty all right. But I don't think Maryland's that good to begin with. Then Iowa, okay, it's kind of a wash with Iowa and uh, Middle Tennessee State. They only allowed three points. But to be quite honest, we only allowed 14. We allowed 21 overall, but that seven points was in garbage time. Most of our starters weren't in. And we had Shea playing with his head up his ass, and we still play, and we still scored forty. So our offenses are about even right now. So we kind of get an idea, right? We kind of get the idea. Their defense is decent, so we're gonna we're gonna have to be ready. That's the thing that scares me. How's our offense going to perform? Right, as we see. As we see when you get the balls to the playmakers, they make massive plays. And that's what we need to do. Um, also, Wisconsin, like I told you earlier, 24-15 win against Northwestern. Northwestern didn't even play that great of a game. They were at home. I posted this on uh, on our Michigan Maniacs fan page. And it was the clip from the replacements, right? The uh, The Shane... Hey, tell us about quicksand. That's what happened to us. If if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the Michigan Maniac fan page on Facebook. Check it out. Um, And that's exactly what happened to us. No matter – I don't even want to explain it. Go enjoy it. It's a great – actually, it's a great movie. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, Michigan State, (laughs) that defense is sketchy. It's starting to show some cracks. Indiana is also a little bit better than what they showed against Ohio State. I mean, a 40-31 win for Michigan State, not bad. But, I you know, Indiana's defense is garbage. You know, if you can make Lewerke look like he's doing something, that goes to tell you, garbage. Um, and then Ohio State, I mean, obviously they drum fucking Nebraska. I thought it was going to be in the 80s because Nebraska's defense is fucking awful. Awful. Just plain and simple, awful. And then, you know, uh, Nebraska does what Nebraska does. They they get nervous. They don't play well because their defense sucks, and then their offense suffers. So 48-7, to 7, pretty obvious. But next week, though, Michigan State, Ohio State. I don't know where it's being played, but I'll guarantee you one thing. <laughs> Michigan State is going to punch Ohio State in the face, and we're finally going to see what Ryan Day can do when he needs to coach. Right now, we don't know anything about how Ryan Day is a coach because he hasn't played anybody good enough for him to actually have to coach. I mean, pick a team. None of them are good. Not one team Ohio State's played yet. Not one is good. Not one. Uh, Nebraska, awful. I know they're 3-1. Oh, whoopee. They beat fucking Illinois and then two other teams we've never heard of. And then they lost to Colorado. Okay, Colorado. What's Colorado? Have you seen Colorado play? They're not great. They're a mid-level Pac-12 team. (laughs) Mid-level. So what, we're supposed to be excited? That, what, Nebraska? Oh, three and one College, College game day got fooled. Two weeks in a row, right? I think, weren't they at the Wisconsin game? Last week. Anyways, Ohio State hasn't played not one good team yet. And... Last year, I saw Ryan Day not coach great against Penn State. He had a hard time against uh, TCU. Now let's see what he's got to do without Urban Meyer. That's just what I got to say. Let's see what he can do without Urban Meyer. I don't think we're going to find out what Ryan Day can do. Now listen, they go out and they blow the, do- the doors off Michigan State. <laughs> That'll be something. I'm not a Michigan State fan by any stretch of the imagination. and But I know one thing. They're stubborn. They love to shit on the parade. They are the ugly cousin no one likes, but for some reason always tries to ruin the family event. They really are. They are just awful. But they do have a great defense, and Lewerke might do something. Now, Ohio State will probably still win by two touchdowns. Probably. But I want to see what Ryan Day is going to do when a defense says, Fuck you, Justin Fields. Let's see what you got. Now, Justin Fields in Ohio State is very talented. I just don't know about Ryan Day. So we'll see. We will absolutely see. But other than that, it was a great day for us, Michigan. Uh, something we should be very happy about. Uh, but keep in the context. I'm re-watching the game right now, so you'll probably see my eyes go up quite a bit during this. I, I, every time I look up, Cam McGroan doing something. This kid is – he's going to be a star, I am telling you. The speed this kid has, it's – we are so close. We are so close. If we can just get better quarterback play – I'm telling you, it was nice. Shea was nice today. It was good to see him make decisions in a timely manner. It really was. He still missed wide-open guys sometimes, but still, he was doing something. But if we're going to be great – if we really want to reach the levels in which we want to reach, and that's Big Ten titles, and that's fucking college football playoffs, he's not going to get us there. And like I said, if he does, I will eat crow. I I will come up. Hell, you guys come up with something. If it's not too freaking outrageous, I'll do it. If we get to the college football playoff, and Shay Patterson gets us there, and I mean... He leads us there. I don't want him to occasionally do something. I mean, he is a fucking star. And he leads us to the college football playoffs. I will do about 95% of whatever you guys come up with. And it's one thing, and I'll put it out to a vote. But if he does it, I will will eat crow. I will gladly do whatever. Okay? But (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. Joe Milton or Run-DMC. And right now, I'll be honest, man, I was a big Run-DMC fan. A big one because I think I, 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 I love his skill set. I just don't know if he can pass. But Milton has an arm. He's mobile. Uh, I'm digging this kid. I'm digging this kid, and I'm digging that they're all young. Eric Hall, Joe Milton. Uh, you had – uh uh what's the kids in? Giles Jackson. You got young – Oh. Zach Charbonnet. This is the team of the future. Why shouldn't we start creating a nucleus now? Start creating that, that camaraderie, that that timing, that when he cuts this way, I know he's got this. When Milton does this, I know he's got that. Listen, if we're ten and three and, and Milton takes us to ten and three, then I'm fine with it. Because next year, we're gonna be off the chart great. Just great. I'm telling you, man, I just don't see it with Shea. I just don't. He was last year's Shea. And what did that get us? A disappointing loss to Ohio State. And then our heart was taken, and we played just like we did against Florida as we did against Wisconsin. Plain and simple. You know? But, oh, I posted a video because when we are good and the guys are happy, it really makes me happy, and the whole – um, it's good to be. It's good to be a Michigan Wolverine. They're dancing around in their locker room and all that. It. Uh, I love it. I love seeing that. And that was one of the great moments from last year. Every game, just seeing that, and uh, it was so good to see it. So good to see that again. I know I'm hard on this team, but I love this team. I love them. Like I have said numerous times, and even my girlfriend is tired of me saying it. But I love Michigan football more than I love some family members. And that's and that's easy to say. That's hands down. And some of those family members that they were to ask me, it would be an easy thing to tell them. I just love them. And I, it hurts me to watch them be like this when we're not like this. You know what I mean? So the Slump Buster was great. Hopefully we're back on track. Um, and, you know, like I always say, guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, go blue.